This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. An interesting shayla came up in my house a few Shabbosim ago. I'm sure it's come up in everyone's houses as well. And the question is, are you allowed to make ice on Shabbos? We ran out of ice. I'm not talking about when you have an ice maker. That's more complicated. Good old-fashioned ice maker like you have. You put it in the freezer, fill it up with water, stick it in the freezer. Is that a halachic problem on Shabbos to make ice on Shabbos? So we have to go back to the Gemara in Mesecha Shabbos. The Gemara tells us, We're not allowed to chop up. We're not allowed to grind up. We're not allowed to crush up ice on Shabbos. The question is why? What would be wrong if a person would smash, crush ice on Shabbos? And the Lashon HaGemar is because he wants the water to flow from it. He wants to crush the ice so to get the water out. What is Asr about it? So it seems to be a, at least a three-way Machalikish Rishayim and that Gemar over there. What is wrong with doing such an activity? Rashi over there seems to be alluding to the fact that it's a problem called Moilet. It looks like you're creating something new. It looks like you're creating the water. Even though obviously you're not really creating the water, but it looks like since you're cracking down the ice to get out the water, it's some Isidur Abonim called Moilet, it looks like you're creating something new. Uh, the, Ra- the Rajba and the Ramban have a totally different understanding. They learn it's Xera, we're afraid people will come to be Seichet Paris. If they see you breaking down a piece of ice to get the water out, they'll confuse that with squeezing fruits, which obviously is not allowed on Shabbos. And the last shot is the Sefer Atruma. The Sefer Atruma says it's a problem called Noilat. It's uh, more than just moilid. Moilid means you're doing it be a diet. Noilat says the Ran explaining the Sefer Atruma would be even if I'm not doing it be a diet. Even if I were to take the ice and put it near the fire. And automatically because it's near the heat it will melt. But since I put it next to the fire, that would also be awesome. Those are the three major shitas in the Rishonim. The question obviously is how do we pask it? So if you take a look in Shulchan Aruch, Simen Shin Chaf, Sif Tetz, Shulchan Aruch says, HaShelech v'habar you can't grind them up. But, says the Mechaber, you may put it in the sun or Kenegat Hamadura and it will melt on its own. So obviously the Shulchan Aruch does not passing like the Sefer HaTruma. The Sefer HaTruma, according to the Ran held, even to cause it Begrama, even with not direct action, is still Asr. And here the Shulchan Aruch says, as long as you didn't do it, you put it next to something which causes it to happen, it is Mut. So, according to the Mechaber, we obviously don't passing like the Sefer HaTruma, and therefore... In order for it to be a problem on Shabbos, it would have to be you are more involved in the process than just someone on the more passive side. A similar halacha we find in Simon Shin Yud Ches. The other Mechaber talks about the case in Sim Shin Yud Ches, Siv Tazayin. Mutalitain in Panda, Kenegro Eish, Makam Sheyatzaladisba, putting some food opposite the fire, says the Mechaber, Avbi Shashuman Shabbat, there's some form of fat that congealed and it's frozen, Chayzibinimuach. Says the Mechaber, you're going to put it up against the fire, and this something that froze will now melt. So you're changing it from a solid to a liquid. Says the Mechaber, no problem. Why is it no problem? The Mechaber Lushitasoi. Because the Mechaber does not pass like they say for Atruma. The Mechaber holds is only a problem if you're doing it be a daim, and here I'm not doing it be a daim. I'm just putting it in a situation where nature will cause it to happen. So if you make the same comparison to the ice, so what's the argument? I'm taking liquid, I'm changing it to a solid. That would be the same thing as taking a solid and changing it to a liquid. But if you hold, like the Mechaber, not like the Sefer Atruma, it's only when you do it be a dime. I didn't do anything. I put it in the freezer. The freezer did the freezing, not me. So if you follow the Mechaber through, one would conclude that it should be mutter to put ice in the freezer, even though, of course, you're changing it from a liquid to a solid, which is a numetzius. It might be a problem of noilat, but we hold noilat is not a problem if it's not done directly by you.
There's only one problem. You got to keep on reading. There are more rights, but the yesh machmirin says the Ramon, the case where you put the food next to the, the fire and it caused the whatever was frozen to defrost, we don't do that, says the Ramon. Yesh machmirin says the Ramon, we try not to do that, meaning we're choishish for the Sefer Atruma. But if it's a tzairich, if there's a pressing need, then you could do so. So now already we have this Ramah. According to the Ramah, unless there's a pressing need, one Lucherah shouldn't be allowed to make ice. Because making ice is the same case as the case of the Mechaber. You're changing it from one form to another form. You're not doing it directly, you're doing it indirectly. But the Ramah says, Yesh Lachmer, unless there's a tzairich for this. So, how do we pass in Allah Chalamaisa? So interestingly enough, if you look in the Doiviv Meisharim, the Chibina Rav, Chibina Rav has a Chuvim Chelak Alf Seminon Hey, where he talks is Machner. He holds you're not allowed to put ice into the freezer, and according to all Rishonim, he thinks they would prohibit putting ice into the freezer, and he is Machner. Other Achroinim are more in line with the Ramah. They hold that it's only Motor if there's a Tzayrich. Now, what would an example be of a Tzayrich? You want ice on Shabbos. So if you make ice on Friday night, because you're anticipating it's going to be a hot day tomorrow, and you have all your sodas not refrigerated, and you anticipate that it's going to be hot, and you want to have cold drinks, so that's considered a tzairich. So according to the Ramah, that would be mutter. So that's the opinion of many achreinim, that as long as it's a tzairich, you could be saimich on what the Ramah told us, and it is permissible. That is the way with Menashe Klein, Paskins, and Mishnah, Allah, Chazchelagdal, Simmem Ches, that it's only mutter if there's a tzairich. So let's say, for example, it's 10 minutes before Shabbos is over. Or let's say, for example, you have plenty of ice and you don't need ice. But, you know, you're one of those people who like to refill the ice trays. It bothers you when the ice tray is empty, even though you don't need ice for Shabbos. So according to Menashe Klein, that would not be mutter, because we're machmir for the Sefer Atruma, like the Ramah, unless there is a pressing tzairich. That is also the opinion of Rabbi Shmuel Kamenetsky. He's quoted as saying that unless you have a tzairich, unless you have a reason desperately why you need ice for Shabbos, it is best not to make ice on Shabbos. The Debrit Sinur, the Be'er has an interesting thing. He writes, he says, I'm very bothered that Gans Kalayisrael makes ice on Shabbos. How does everyone justify it? So he comes up with a chap. He wants to taina that when, even when you put it in the freezer, he says at some point the freezer stops and then turns on on its own. So that's so not involved by you. Even if I put the ice into the freezer initially, but then the ice when the machine stops and then starts up on its own, that's completely not my involvement. So therefore he thinks, it would be mutter to put ice into the freezer, even if you don't have a pressing tzairich. They quote from the stipler, that the stipler quoted from his brother-in-law, the chazinish, that the chazinish taka held its oser to make ice on Shabbos. He was of the opinion that this is considered a form of noilat, slash moilat, and therefore the chazinish held taka, you're not allowed to. And Rav Shechter in the Pnini Harav quotes, that was the opinion of Rav Baron Cutler also. Rav Baron Cutler held, you're not allowed to make ice on Shabbos, it is some form of noilat or moilat. But there's another svar that we can throw out, the opposite opinion. And this is recorded by Reb Simchazel Griger. Reb Simchazel Griger was the dying in Brisk. We don't talk much about him. He was an unbelievable Talmud Chacham. He was the Paisik in the town of Brisk. He was never killed by the Nazis. They, they threw him down steps and they cut off his beard. They did a lot of very terrible things to him. But he was the Paisik in Brisk, starting from the days of Reb Chaim through the days of the Briskarov. He was always the Paisik. Him and Reb Chaim lived in a two-family house. Everyone knew that was the house you go to for all issues. Halachic issues, I think you go upstairs. And communal issues, you go to Reb Chaim. So he was the dying in Brisk. He wrote a letter to Reb Moshe Salavechik, Rabbi Yashubar Salavechik's father, when he was already here in America. He wrote a letter to Reb Moshe Salavechik saying that he thinks it's 100% motor to make ice on Shabbos. And his svara is, he doesn't think it's really considered a change. He says it goes from a liquid to a solid and then goes really back to a liquid. 
So it's not really a real hishtanus. Now we mentioned this svar once before when we talked about using whipped cream in the cans. We pointed out that it's not really a change because it really, if you leave it, it goes back to being its liquid form. So this is the svar that Simchaz uh, Griger suggested to Moshe Salvechik. Now here's an interesting piece of information. That letter was printed in Pardis, in one of the editions of Pardis. If Shechter writes in one of the svarim, he thinks the reason why it was printed because if you look at the end of the letter, when, when uh, the Pesim Chazalik ends off the letter, he says, please send regards to your son, Rabbi Yosef Daif Salvechik, and he gives him some very beautiful titles. Hagoin, Hatzadik, and all these wonderful titles. So he writes, he spoke to someone from the Rieger family. A bunch of his children did survive the Holocaust. He has a very famous granddaughter, Sarah Rieger. She's a professor, she wrote books. She's uh, an interesting person. So a couple of the mishpachas survived, and he tied it that he did this on purpose. He wanted to be mafarsim to America. We're talking about if Moshe Salvation was still alive, it's before 1941. He said he wanted the world to know about Rabbi Yosheber Salvation. People should know he is a budding, up-and-coming Talmud Chacham. The world should be you know, ready for him, and that's why he wrote this letter, and that's why he added the thing in the bottom about, about uh, Moshe Salvation's son, and that's why they bedavka printed in a pardis. Either way, he brought, he passed, the Tzimtzal Zalik Riga Paskins, that it's 100% mutter, to make ice, and I found the letter that he, the, the, one of the people who quoted this letter was Reb Steinemann. Reb Steinemann also grew up in Brisk. He was very close with Simcha Zelig Rieger because he grew up as a kid in Brisk. You know who else grew up in Brisk? Menachem Begin. He also grew up in Brisk. Okay. Him and Menachem Begin's father and Reb Chaim did not agree on a lot of things. We'll leave it at that. But in any case, so this was famous in Brisk, that the Psim Chazel, the Tayin in Brisk, held it was Mutter. But the truth is, I saw this far brought down similarly by Reb Henkin. Tzitz Eliezer as well, and they all believed that there really is no problem to make ice and Shabbos, even L'Shloi L'Tzarech. That was also the opinion of Reb Nevensal. So there's definitely a, a big machloik, is a split in the Paiskim. I did see in some of the, the, the English books, they write it different ways. Lamashal, Reb Simcha Bunim Kona in his Sefer on Shabbos writes, you know, best not to make ice unless there's a Tzarech. That means he's going with the typical opinion that the Ramah holds, you have to be Machmer. Then I saw Rabbi Ribia writes, there are some prominent Paiskim that hold, it's mutter completely to make ice and Shabbos. You know, everyone writes it a little differently, but I did see quoted B'Shem Shmuel Kamenetsky that it's best not to make ice unless there is a Tzarech. Again, so in conclusion, I think there's much room to be makel if one wants to make ice and Shabbos. If you want to be more Machmer, only make it if it's a Tzarech. The opinion of the Shabina was widely rejected. We assume at the worst case scenario, if there's a tzarech, you can make the ice. And according to others, and they quote Rav Moshe Feinstein as well. Rav Moshe Feinstein is quoted by Rav Shimon Eider. He also felt that there is absolutely no problem to make ice on Shabbos. And so there's definitely a list of places can hold this mutter, but here's a little bit of the background behind whether or not one should make ice on Shabbos or not, and what are some of the halachan concerns that go into it.